Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. Today's episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk is brought to you by Signature Painting and Coatings. They specialize in residential and small commercial painting. Owner Jeff Ostrader has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana families for over 35 years. There is no job too small. For your no-cost obligation estimate, please contact Jeff at 502-494-0595. Signature Painting and Coatings. Hire a professional, not a painter. And we're back in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and this is Scott Minton, and this is Bourbon Barrel Talk. What What's going on, folks? I don't know. I think we have uh, the Preakness coming up right now. We do. We have the Preakness coming up, and we're going to do our little Preakness preview. This should be a pretty quick hitter. And then uh, what I wanted to do, just to be a little different, was we made a summer cocktail, and we're going to talk about it. And uh, and, and if, if Barbara has another one she wants to throw into the mix, you know, maybe that, that, that she... We, we don't have to try it, but if, you, if you've got an idea of, like, something that you usually do, because we know you're the cocktail queen, so... But uh, anyway... It's like old I said, fashions for It's me. old fashions all the time. Never mind. <laughs> Screw it. Old fashioned. There we go. It's old. Never mind. So uh, l- let's talk a little Preakness and uh, see where we're at. And uh, first, actually, let's recap the Derby. Let's recap. For one, we had our contest. Um, nobody picked the winner. Nobody picked Mage. Wow. We, we had about 137 entries. And okay. Not one. one? Not, wow. not one. Not a single person picked Mage. <laughs> That's ridiculous. How about the second place horse? Um, nobody picked the second place. Oh horse. my god! The second place horse was a long shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a long shot. Um, and then uh, I think maybe ten or fifteen people had Age of Angel of Empire or okay. whatever, which one finished third. So okay. So I'm trying to decide how we give a, give out the prize or do we push it to the Preakness? But we'll we'll decide that as a group later on off air. But uh, it was one of those weird things. That I was just like, well, what 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 do I do? Like nobody picked. That was the rule, you know. So I'm gonna say you would assume that you know all horses may be covered with you right. know like almost 140. Picks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with 100 yeah. something people that voted, and like the fact that two two horses had no votes at all, which was crazy. Wow. So. Was it just the two that didn't have any votes? Um, there was a one or two more, I think, okay. that didn't. Like the one, obviously, there was one in there that didn't, that couldn't have get votes, or two or three that couldn't have got votes because right. they weren't added till Derby Day, like right. halfway through the day. Right. So that was one of the weird things there. Mm-hmm. And then you know, kind of from that point, but the late subs, the late subs, exactly. <laughs> yeah, from all the scratches because there was a ton of scratches tons, Derby Day, which was just tons. unusual. Yeah. I think that that hurt a lot of people's votes because I think uh, a lot of people the did Forte. forte. Yeah, did yeah. Forte. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Forte was like a drastic leader from most people like most people picked forte mm-hmm. um quite a few people had picked uh derma sotagaki okay um there was a few other people that had picked uh what was the other big heavy favorite um tap it twice yep. or tap it trice tap it trice. yeah tap it trice tap it trice um so like there was a lot of those votes um mm-hmm. that were out there but like i said nobody picked mage and nobody had picked yeah. uh whoever had come in second so anyway Crazy. Let's go to the Preakness Stakes. Let's look at the draw. The drawing just happened uh, earlier today. We have uh, eight horses in the race. I don't. I don't think they can add any at this point. So we have eight horses. There's actually two scratches. Yeah, there there were ten uh, originally that were in the name to be in the field, and they mm-hmm. scratched before the post positions were drawn. So, wow, crazy. So we got uh, eight horses. Num- the number one horse is National Treasure at four to one odds. Then we have the number two horse, which is Chase the Chaos at fifty to one odds. Number three, which is the heavy favorite, Mage, at eight to five. Yep. At number four, we have Coffee with Chris, which I just love that name. <laughs> that is a fun name. <laughs> at 20 to one. Um, Red Route one, uh, 10 to one at the number five position. The number six position is Perform at 15 to one. The number seven position is Blazing Sevens 
at six to one and at the number eight position is first mission at five to two. So oddly enough, five to two and eight to five are not that different in odds. That's what I was thinking. Pretty close because it's like small percentage. Yes, for sure. So, and uh, right now it looks like mage is the only one from the Derby that is racing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest um, surprise on my side is the fact that there are normally way more horses that come through from the Derby. Derby. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised like angel of empire didn't because I mean, I think, you know, any horse in that in the Derby still wants to try to win the Preakness because I still think there's a lot of things about winning these different triple crowns for breeding rights and other sorts of things like that so that they can end up getting a lot more money from yeah. besides from the prize purse. I, I think though with this year with as many horses and, and I'm sure you all have seen the news where a ton of horses are being put down for different reasons, yeah. broken legs, yeah. um, fractures, things like that. I think two happened actually Derby day. Yeah. Two happened yeah. Derby day. One happened on mother's day. It was like third race out. Oh, like, dear, uh, okay, okay. so we, we were there, um, during mother's day and we saw that one and we actually saw it. It was at the finish line. The horse finished came across and it's, a leg was literally dangling from like a foot and a half off the ground. Like, oh. it, like it would completely bust it off. Oof. So they brought out the screens, gave it the hot shot, pulled it into the, you know, trailer, trailer. ambulance oh, and, wow. and took it out. So it was, it was pretty depressing. We almost left. I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the story I told you guys earlier. But uh, anyway, long story short, it, 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 they've had a lot of those issues. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with, uh, rest times, things like that. Because mm-hmm. um, you're seeing a lot more of these horses that are having these injuries are the ones that are racing a, just a month, month and a half apart. Right, right. Um, Which may be the other reason no more derby horses are in there. Right. And that's that's my assumption is that, yeah. is the fact that maybe they're they're like, hey, let's, let's rest them, get them ready for the Belmont, and then take another stab at this thing. Yeah. So if you ain't got a shot at winning the triple crown, a lot of people are like, well, let's just try to go for one of them. And maybe they think their horse has a better odds at running that long distance that the Belmont runs versus uh, the Preakness. So, right. So one interesting thing though, is that, uh, off of Forte that got scratched from the Derby. I'm pretty sure he tested positive. He did. With Bobby secret sauce. With Bobby secret sauce. Wow. Yeah. That came uh, a few days after. That was a Pletcher horse, right? Yep. Yes. Gotcha. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't see that. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I, w- I always wonder what it is that they are being tested for, mm-hmm. and what is what they are failing for. I wonder if it's more of a steroid base, like so they can heal faster or do whatever. Is it something that increases blood flow, um, so that way maybe it's easier for them to run? Like I. I don't know enough about that piece to to, to dive in too much. No, yeah. at least I think the one from last year, the one that caught caught Bob Badford a lot of the the heartaches and the issues that he has today. Uh, I think a lot of it was based off that cardiovascular blood flow, things like that, to try to get those horses to perform faster, mm-hmm. to run faster, and you know, you know, I see that as same as you know in like PEDs, right? You know, yeah, with with you know, it might not be always steroids to pump it up, but you're doing like a, what was it? The old one that they got uh, sectioned out back in the like seventies and eighties, the antihistamine stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it really boils down to, it's kind of similar to what Lance Armstrong was doing in some capacity. Like he was taking mm-hmm. infusions that were things that would help increase his cardiovascular and how fast he was able to recover in between races. Yeah. And maybe that's exactly what this is kind of tied to. So anyway, so uh, we've got eight horses. We, we've all got to pick a winner 
And uh, before we do that, though, we're going to try this cocktail. This is uh, one of my favorite summer cocktails. Now, I usually make it with Bundaberg, but Canada Dry recently came out with a uh, lemonade slash ginger ale mix. So I thought, hey, I'm going to try this. And I made it Derby Day. It was a massive hit. So what I decided was I'm going to let you guys try this, see what you think. Um, but this is uh, basically an ounce and a quarter of rye whiskey. Um, and it's got a half an ounce. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, a quarter ounce of uh, grenadine. And then it has topped off in a rocks glass with uh, ginger ale lemonade. So it's kind of a mixture of ginger ale and lemonade. So okay. let's try this bad boy, see what you think. And kind of go from there. But I think this is just such a wonderful summer drink. Like anytime you're sitting around a campfire, just out chilling, things like that. Just super good. But I don't know. What do y'all think? I, I this to me feels like something that'd be really good like after you get done mowing yeah. like like you, you you're, you're sweating grass, yeah. you're you're just trying to relax cool down a little bit you don't want anything heavy mm-hmm. you're not looking for too powerful you're just trying to wind down right yeah, yeah. I just I, I just feel like it most people think of bourbon as a winter drink right yeah so yeah. what what can you do to make bourbon more summer friendly and spring right. friendly and early early fall friendly you know and and to me I was like what are, what are cocktails that do that for you. And I think an old fashioned is one of those things, yeah, right? Absolutely. It, it, it's a great cocktail to yeah. do those type of things with. But what else is out there? Mm-hmm. So I started looking and I was sitting there thinking and I was like, you know what? Mules are great, but mm-hmm. like what's a twist that you can put on a mule that's not just a standard mule? Right. And then a whiskey sour sometimes for, for, for a lot of people, it's either too tart mm-hmm. or too sweet. Yep. So I was like, all right, I want something that's kind of the, the medium between that too. So I started thinking, thinking, thinking. And then when I saw this, I was like, hey, let's try this. So I'm cocktailed it up and you know i i shook mine and then topped it off okay mm-hmm. with a little bit of uh the the ginger ale on top but mm-hmm. then like i said the lemonade ginger ale just makes it just a different yeah. different different level it's really really refreshing it gives that nice citrus cut through on that ginger ale mm-hmm. you know so it kind of accentuates that 100 percent. so yeah that's neat that's good all right so horses we got eight what what what, what do you think here do we think mage wins this thing I think he's going to be in the running, but uh, one of the notes uh, from the Preakness of last year was uh, from the position five was the winner of last year. Position five was the winner of last year. Okay. Yep. So is that a position that wins often? Uh, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't Post have position. the details on that because I mean, obviously, these things were a little bit hot off the presses, so we didn't. They have really to were hot <laughs> off the presses. <laughs> so uh, trying to uh, get a little bit more of the details, so I can only get kind of kind of scratching the surface, but. I would imagine with the Preakness, you want to be mid to outside. And so mm-hmm. Mage barely covers that, especially if it's an only an eight horse yeah. uh, race. But if there was like, you know, the 10 horse race, I think Mage might might have gotten kind of gobbled up on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. I, I, I'd never really like the super, super in um, positions like one, two and three, typically, mm-hmm. especially in super large fields like that right. 12 to 16, 12 to 20 range. Unless you're Calvin Burrell. Yeah, ride the rail, barrel. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, but that being said, um, in these smaller fields, when you get to eight to you know seven, eight horses, it's yeah, not uncommon it's not for one, bad. two, and three to, to come no. out right because there's enough room that a lot of times the people that are in those seven and eight horses will actually break out and out, then back and then over. Yeah, um, yeah. The only, the only thing sometimes is that still you are a little bunched up right there in that middle, especially at the at the uh, post release. Right. And you can sometimes get kind of bumped. Three, mm-hmm. four, and five will typically sometimes get squeezed. You're right. Yeah. You know, 
but I, I think he made a really nice charge. Yeah, because he came pretty far from behind yeah, to win. Came, yeah, so. yeah. Mage was, I think, at one point, I think, like the third or fourth to last yeah. at the yeah. point in time he of the field. He was way back there. Yeah. And, and he, all of a sudden, he seemed he just to have plenty off. of gas left. I yeah. mean, it didn't look like he was faltering at all. Um, so that being said, I mean, I think he's going to be the heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is, will he win? Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, just, just by looking at names, and I, I didn't read a ton up on the, any of these horses because, like, they weren't in the derby, so I didn't get to right. do a whole lot of research on them. And they just started naming them out. What was it? Uh, Saturday afternoons when they dropped the original 10 names when they set oh, out. okay. So I started looking at it. I do like Coffee with Chris, mm-hmm. um, A, because of the name, but B, the lineage. <laughs> he had some good lineage behind him. Okay. Um, but the one I'm really, really looking at is uh, actually Blazing Sevens. Okay. I have a strong inkling that I think that horse is going to do fairly well. Alrighty. Is that all you got, Barbara? Just me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Don't think too hard. Something, something <laughs> blow, blow a vessel over there. <laughs> In looking at this, you know, I just I don't know. Um, it's one of those things of like going if if. Uh, Derby was kind of like the the endurance race. Preakness was the the sprint, and then the Belmont is the endurance, like yeah. the the the, mm-hmm. the long the long haul, right? Long haul. Do you have the stamina to make it through the whole thing? So, I mean, the only thing I can say bad about the Mage was is that it took him a while, at least in the Derby, right. to come around to front. Yeah, and if he gets kind of in in the back of a pack and can't get through, he may not have enough track to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he did come on strong, like I said. Yeah, he came know. on really strong. So you think maybe if he does lose this one, do you think it would be because of the shortness of it? Yes. Yeah. I, I what is so. it, a mile and 16th for this one? Yes. Or a mile and a quarter for the Derby? Yes. Gotcha. So. And so, uh, yeah, if he doesn't have enough uh, time to make his move, I think he's going to have a problem. Right. But, mm-hmm. but I do think he would probably benefit from the Belmont a little bit better yeah. from the distance race. All right. Barbara? I mean, I agree with him on Mage. Um, Who are you picking if you can't take Mage? If I can't take Mage, let's say I'm going to go with... (laughs) It's a toss-up between National Treasure and First First Mission. I hate you. Because those were the two that I was looking at. Really? (laughs) Well, the only reason why is that I I could see... Mm -hmm. If if the field is small as it is, yep. somebody on the inside, if you can get that uh, that first position, get a, get a good break off the start, right? I think you can really make do really well. Or if it is, everybody crowds down and gets squeezed, then that last then that post. last post is going to especially you don't have anybody else outside of eight, right? Which is not a bad position. No, no it's not it a bad really position not. at all. No, and you have just a straight shot to get started and going, and you can be on outside of the mob. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I, I don't hate where you're at. Like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, I told you, I mean, I, I think Blazing Sevens has a really good shot. Mm-hmm. And I just really like the name Coffee with Chris. They're going to bring in Chris. <laughs> and like I said, the, the, lineage, Chris the, later. the lineage was pretty good, I thought. Okay. So that's my wife. She she loves lineage of horses. Like she okay. will break down the racing forum or the, or the program at Churchill Downs and she'll like, all right. Who was born to who, and who's the grandpa, and who was the mom, and like she's, just, I mean, all about the like who's who was born to who. Like she, she needs to start horse ancestry. I, so for me, I, well, I just I literally just look at. So I love. Have you ever seen the wheel? Like the, it's kind of like our wheel here for for bourbon tasting, mm-hmm. but it's a wheel for horses. No, no. 
You've never seen that? You no. need to look that up. Okay. It's one okay. of the most unique things I've ever seen. But like literally it all started off of like 10 horses that were like your most prominent horses of all times and how they kind of ran out. And it's got all of their bloodlines, like the, all the champions and like super mm. duper high end champions that have come off those like 10 horses. Really? It's crazy. I mean, I could see that. I, I mean, mean, I can too. With, yeah. with the way that the horse racing has been over the past, I will say 70 to 80 years. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you have your early champions and that they are sired down through there now right. there might be you know by the time this time you know you're 80 years later you're you're diluted so far that it doesn't really hit those original 10 as much right but it's 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 actually pretty insane when you go back and look at it mm-hmm. and the fact that like seattle slough and secretariat yeah. and affirmed yeah. all those horses all were tied to those original like 10 oh, horses cool. okay in some capacity that's neat no with the um AOE, the Arabian style horses, yep. you know, has that brought in a different set of blood? So, yeah, it would have. Um, you know, the question is, is that, you know, how much lineage goes back on those, right? Like, right. The, the, and, and don't don't get it twisted. Those are all thoroughbreds. They were sent Absolutely. across there. They just have different racing because of the heat and things mm-hmm. like that. So different things, um, which, you know, will, will change things. But but those those bittersweet Arabians, things like that are all, they're all, they're all thoroughbreds. It's just a different type of thoroughbred. So. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing we haven't considered it yet as well is we probably haven't looked at the forecast to know if it's going to be, raining it's going to right now it's still showing just pretty standard it's not showing a hard rain i think they said early morning rain but i think it should be cleared out by then but it didn't it was like 20 to 30 percent okay so i mean Mm -hmm. but it doesn't say it didn't like so thunderstorms throughout the day okay so but that could change tomorrow i mean we all know how the weather is especially around here but i'm I'm pretty sure that pimlico uh, which is where the preakness is yep Mm -hmm. um there in maryland is probably very similar to Mm us Uh, and what were they saying about the temp the temperature is. You know, I didn't really pay attention to the temperature. I'm just, okay. I'm assuming probably 60, 70. I mean, okay. Yeah, because I mean, as long as it, I mean, think really They're the way that even the, with us, yeah. yeah I, I mean, with the way the tech, track technology is right now, is that you can have a hard rain, you know, an hour beforehand, and it will be almost dry by the time that it comes around with the way they grade it and they have the drainage. It's only going to affect it if there's actually raining while wow, the race is going. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know. Well, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, you know, nothing too super fancy. Just wanted to talk about it, let people know that we're going to be voting again. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you pick a horse that that, that that runs in this bad boy and gets it. <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to decide what to do as far as the winner um, for the first uh, for the first Kentucky Derby piece of it and kind of run from there. But uh, Get out there and vote. Get out and vote. Yeah. That's right. Vote, if you vote, want, vote. If you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or the Twitter. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Whether you're listening to iTunes or Spotify, you can find us on either one of those. If you have a hardcore question, you can also email to bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. This is Scott, Nick, and Barbara signing off. Peace out. Peace Prost. out.